My mic sounds nice. Check one. I said my microphone sounds nice when it is on. Check two. Welcome you all streamers back to another episode of Beyond the Rim. Hashtag BTR. And I am your host, the Dutster, Nesta Dudley, coming at you now with my guests from the Make It Rain podcast, the D-Train, and Angelica. Good peeps. Say hello to the streamers out there. Yo, yo, yo. Hello, hello. Angelica in the house. What's up? Yo, I'm so happy to be here, Nestor Dudley. Thank you for the invite. It's Very your much. boy D-Train in the building. You know, basketball lover. Oh, my God. And I want to thank you both for coming on this Dudcast. Last time I had you both on the Dudcast, it was Dudcast 19. It was back in late February, early March. We were a few weeks removed from Brittany Griner being detained in Russia. The podcast that we had with you all was your shift from the NBA to the WNBA. But we did bring up Brittany Griner being captured. And as I said on that Dudcast, that that was breaking news to me, that you all broke the news to me. That's how I found out about Brittany Griner. And it was hashtag free Brittany Griner. So now that Brittany Griner has been home now for a couple of months, just wanted to have you good people back so we can talk about this. So I just want to say that after spending 10 months in Russian custody, Griner was released for a one-on-one prison swap with international arms dealer Victor Bout, as reported by CBS News. The trade took place in the United Arab Emirates. Again, NBC News reported that. And this was signed off by President Joe Biden. So first of all, congratulations to Brittany Griner bringing one of our fellow Americans back home where she belongs in a, she was sentenced to nine years for a crime, and it is crime under Russian law, but what she had was a very, very minuscule amount of weed, of oil, or it was just, to me, it was a political deploy, but what say you two? I 100% agree. It's totally a political ploy, everything about it, from the minute that she was, specifically detained at the um, at the airport already she was being profiled and then it just snowballed into how can we punish her the hardest like the cruelty this is a quote I've heard is that the cruelty was the point you know the point was to be cruel and get this whole case out in the world out in the news and just elicit negativity And it's lasted all the way through to this trade where, you know, this trade has left a lot of people with that bad taste in their mouth that, you know, they're not equivalent. Like, what, what, what the hell was that trade? But the point was to elicit that anger in the public and to sow discord in America. And it worked because that's exactly what happened. People got mad on Twitter and Instagram in the comments saying like it wasn't worth it and it's like he could have chosen any other prisoner to swap but he wanted to choose the worst one to make it a point that you know 
I have the upper hand in this. I'm only going to give you this one guy as an option and, you know, take it or leave it. And, you know, just for to ensure her safety and to get her back here like she is now, we have to take it. And, you know, we're kind of falling into the plan. But either way, I'm glad she's home. 100%. Dimitri? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I find it interesting how, like, she was caught for, like, what was it, like a vape oil, vape oil charge? Yeah. And I understand that, you know, that's, like, illegal in Russia, so, like, she shouldn't have had that. But it's just, like, I mean, I don't, this is not her first go-around in Russia. So it's kind of, like, suspect to me, like... I mean, I don't know if she just started doing the vape oil like this past, you know, in the, this past winter in 2022 or if, if or if it was something that she's always done when she was in Russia. But it's just very like, I don't know, I have my conspiracy theories on on, you know, like when when they when they got her in February. Yeah, February for that and I'm like you know she's been in she's been like playing overseas for years in Russia it's not her first merry-go-round and I'm sure that you know (laughs) it's not like she started to do vape like vape oil this year you know it's probably like a pattern or something so something just doesn't add up here now I understand it's for me I thought the punishment was you know way too harsh but like I really can't say much because, you know, what's law in Russia is what's law in Russia. So, you, you know, if that's like, if you're sentenced, you know, for, if you're, if, if you're sentenced for like a long, like, you know, if that could be like a 10 year sentence there and not, and, and it's totally different in America, like, you know, that's, I mean, I, I, I've always stated that that was a harsh punishment. It was a hard, hard, very harsh punishment, but I have my, you know, conspiracy on, and I thought it was like, yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of people have been saying when she got caught that she was, uh, you know, like a political bargaining chip. I am not a conspiracy theorist by nature, but however, D-Train, I am certainly leaning to your way of thinking because we turn back the clock. When did she get detained at that Airport. She got detained at that airport at the beginning of the war on Ukraine. Yeah. And Putin is no dummy. He's a strategist. I'm thinking that if Trump was still in the office, Griner wouldn't even have been touched. I think that yeah. it was. A, I think that. No. So this goes along with the conspiracy theory. I think that there was this plan because to your point, D train, she's been to Russia plenty of times because that's how she makes a living playing in the Russian Basketball league over there, overseas over like there. And for all you streamers out there that are saying, well, she plays in the, N- N- uh, in the WNBA and she's making bank. Nuh-uh, that is not the case. The, al- the, the average salaries for the WNBA is just under uh, hun- it's just under 200 grand a year. And I want to say it's like 120 something grand a year. So yeah. she is one of the more highly paid people in the, w- the WNBA, but she's only making 220 something a year, whereas you play in Russia, you're making two million a year. Now, when you do the math, right? 
you are going to make as much money as you possibly can. You're going to either make it home or overseas. So she has a legal job over there. She's playing professional sports, professional basketball over there, getting paid over there. She's not the only one to do it. Her male counterparts do it as well for different reasons, but it's all financially, almighty buck. So we're not fooling anybody. We understand this, okay? Mm -hmm. That being said, I'm agreeing and leaning towards the D train that this is like a conspiracy theory to Putin wanted one of his own and he wanted Victor Bout. Now, Victor Bout is a bad, bad dude. Former Soviet military officer. Um, he was serving a 25 year prison sentence in the United States on charges of conspiring to kill Americans, acquire and support anti aircraft missiles, and provide materials to terrorist organizations. Not a good dude. We understand this, we know this, but again, it's about getting one of ours home, getting one mm-hmm. of ours home. So, but what do you say to the folks out there that are like, she broke Russian law, she broke a law in another country, she should do the time. That's it, bottom line, like no empathy, no, what, what do you say to those folks? I mean, people have no empathy until it happens to them. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so like, and, and you know, I mean, like, yes, weed or hashish eat hashish oil is not legal in Russia, but it was just this small little tiny thing that you know was not a big deal. People, you know, people carry that like normal around here. So I, I, I mean, to them, like, to those, to those people, I just say like, you know, like, yeah, I mean. Like, you're not that person. Like, you would want, if that was you, you would feel the same way that Brittany Brittany feels. You would want people to have empathy for her. But you're not, you're not, uh, you're not being, you're not putting yourself in her shoes. You know, you're just like, oh, well, because a lot of people say, well, I'll just never, even including myself, a lot of people would say, well, I'm just not going to, like, bring drugs over there. You know, I know that's a lot, but like sometimes, you know, sometimes things happen. And, and just a disclaimer for all the and just a disclaimer for all the streamers out there, to meet you, you're not gonna use drugs in the United States either, correct? Oh no. <laughs> oh no. No, stay stay off the as Stephen A said, stay off the, the weed. weed. No. <laughs> but listen, 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 listen. Brittany is human. Okay, let's not pretend like Brittany is is, is is like any other person, is like some sort of higher echelon, holier-than-thou person. No, Brittany is human in, uh, where, where are they? Um, what state are they in? Uh, Phoenix. The, Phoenix. I yeah, think so it, Arizona. So they're in Arizona, right? It's, yeah, isn't, isn't marijuana legal in Arizona or something like that? Um, like you know maybe what? medical, maybe medical, maybe additional. Yes. You know, I'm not sure because Maverick, because um, Arizona certainly is a red state or it might be a purple state or something like that. But it's certainly not a blue state like Massachusetts. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. So. So either way, like she might have had a I think she does have like a medical subs- prescription for it. So she was using it in America. So it kind of makes sense that she would be using it in Russia. Now, it was must have been totally a mistake on her ha- on her behalf on her half of like having that cartridge just like tossed in with everything else like she could have easily just chucked that in the in the in the trash can before she got to the airport 
none of that would have happened, but it might have blended in with all her pens, like totally forgot it was there. And listen, there have been cases reported in Russia that someone else had the same charge. They got caught at the airport, like some white girl, I don't know from what state, but she got caught in Russia with a little bit of weed, like, like oil like that, and all she got was like a, a fine. And so Brittany was specifically targeted because she is black, she is a athlete, and considered, and you know, at one point she probably beat the Russian basketball team in the Olympics, so there's, you know, there's a lot of haterade over that. And then, of course, you know, the fact that she's in the, a part of the LGBT community. They wanted to make it a point to be cruel to her. So, of course, they gave her the worst sentence. They did not allow her to have translation for a lot of important documents and moments in court that she needed to understand what she was signing away to. And, you know, very minimal contact with the outside world. So the point of being cruel was made. And so we were all just kind of like, all right, well, shoot, we got we to gotta get her. But, of course, Putin gave us the worst option to trade with. Like, he could have, we could have traded with some physicist or something like that that we had detained, like some weird soldier somewhere. But no, he wanted the worst guy. And he was like, look, America, you can have her back, but only if we get the worst guy. And, you know, we're kind of stuck with that offer. And I, I know they try to work it out, but, it, 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 you know, Putin was planned this one to be, you know, awful and the ex- extra cruel and to just be the worst. So what I would say to people is like, you know, be uh, understanding of everything else, uh, everything surrounding this, because it's not just, you know, that she was targeted because she was a star and it's 100 percent political. Um, I just want to hop off, hop off that point of um, how Angelica was saying that other, possibly that other people have gotten caught for the same thing that Brittany, you know, got caught for. Yeah, I just, I don't know. That's very shady. I find that very interesting. And like, I mean, originally when you have like, you know, hashish oil, like a vape pen, like, I mean, maybe you go to jail for the night or something, but you know, be yeah. fine. But nine years in prison? Nah, they were they were they were hunting <laughs> Man, that, her. That's a lot. Right. Yeah, that's crazy. And the Russian justice system is certainly not like the American justice system. There's no justice system out there like the American justice system. The American justice system, you're innocent until proven guilty. The Russian justice system is that you are guilty and don't piss us off in court. And you might get a lighter. You might get a lighter sentence. So she, it was an option for her to plead not guilty. She had to plead guilty to get the the least amount of sentence time because it was it was a done deal that she was going to spend some time behind there. Yeah. So again, she had to plead guilty because Russian law, like you know, plead guilty. And to Angelica's point, there's you know there's poor translation or little translation. Uh, stuff like that. Uh, they were cruel to her. This woman is almost seven feet tall, and she is in the cells that are made for uh, ordinary height people. Now, we're not expecting them to build jail cells to accommodate for 
people who are almost seven feet tall, but still to Angelica's point, it was like everything was just like cruel to her over there from what we've seen as Americans. And we don't know the, we don't know what we don't know because we were not there. So we just don't know what we don't know. But again, back to the D-Train's uh, conspiracy theory thing. I think that this was just like right on conspiracy theory. They they took her and and they want to, you know, make this exchange. So Angelica, to your point, when you pointed out that, you know, she's a black woman, she's an athlete, she's in the LBG, LB. LGBTQ. I always, the acronym, I always like, because I am a fast talker by nature and I always jumble it up, but it's LGBTQIA community. And for the streamers out there who don't know the acronym means, the acronym is used to signify gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender, queer, intersex, and asexual. That is the acronym. I want to make sure that I did justice to that. That is the acronym. So my question to you all is that I think, in my opinion, that a lot of the blowback Brittany was getting for why are we swapping one-on-one with someone who wanted to kill Americans. I'm thinking that some of that attitude stemmed from the fact that Brittany Griner is politically active and socially active and that she did not stand for the national anthem, stand for the flag, which is not a protest against the flag. It's not protest against the country. She's not anti-America. It is American to be able to peacefully protest. First Amendment, you could peacefully yeah. protest. But in my opinion, it's she got blowback from, well, she didn't stand. She don't want to stand for the flag. She disrespects our country. How does she like our country now? She wants us to bail her out. Let her rot. That's what I heard. Yeah. To you, you say. To you, heard, you say what? I heard that too. That's, that's, yeah, that's we saw messed. those comments. That's messed, that's messed up. But yeah, I've I, I've heard that. And some of the some of the people saying is saying that those cruel, awful things would claim themselves to be good Christians, go to church every day. But then you look at the, the their comment history. You look at all the comments on Sports Center, on regular news channels, on Facebook and Twitter, and they're just all of that, just vitriol for no reason whatsoever. And and you know, people pull pull the worst because she's different, and they think it's okay. And they think hiding behind a keyboard is not going to do anything. And, you know, Brittany Griner may not see that comment, but other people who relate to her and might be in her situation of being in, like, tough, a tough battle against one against many would see those comments. And it hurts that it's these awful, awful people. To be cruel just for the sake of being cruel. Yeah. Kim Mulkey, who coached Brittany Griner for four years at Baylor University, she was criticized heavily when Brittany was imprisoned. And a journalist had asked Mulkey, I just want to get your thoughts on the Brittany Griner situation. I don't think that we've heard anything about that situation from you. And before the journalist could finish the question, she got cut off by the coach abruptly by saying, and you won't. And I remember when I saw that on Sports Center, and I'm like, wow, you want to talk about showing like no love, no compassion? I mean, 
Some could make the case that Brittany Griner helped put Moki on the map with the championship. And it was because Moki doesn't agree with her um, preference and partnership. Yeah. But, but wow. Yeah, that, that it's still it's still prevalent. Like it still shows up and it just, you know, it just goes to show bigotry is is still around and it's the people who who can be closest to you. I mean, she coached he she was her coach. Well, you said that she interrupted them, correct? That, that's what you said. Like interrupted the reporters. It interrupted the reporter did not allow the reporter to even finish the question and then she replied and you and won't. won't. Yeah. I I so I have a problem with that. I don't have a problem that she didn't say anything. I have a problem with the the interruption and her saying and you won't. If she if she doesn't want to say anything, like that's her 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 you know her choice. But the I guess the way she said it, yeah, I agree with y'all. Exactly the way she said it, and you know there is certainly some type of dislike or it appear to be some type of dislike on Moki's part for Griner. Again, is it because of her um, choice and um, her romantic choice, her lifestyle, her tattoos? Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Just, just, just absolutely wrong. Well, Brittany Griner spent 294 days in Russia. She is back home. She's going to be playing this season for the Phoenix Mercury. Can you believe it? Yes, and right even back though, at you. Hey, right back first, at it. first day she got back, she she got a basketball. She went. To, yeah. she went to go hoop. Yeah, and that's then, all like, she wanted to do. And I'm pretty sure, like, uh, maybe like a week after, she like announced that she was going to play that season. If I'm her, D Trey and Angelica, <laughs> I don't go back to Russia. I just Hell don't go no. Back. Oh, no. The whole league, the whole league, like boycotted Russia. Like nobody played there this this past uh, overseas season. season. Yeah, they boycotted that shit because fuck, forget that. Like, yeah. no, you got our girl. Give her exactly. back. I c- can I ask y'all a question? All you right. can ask more than Let's one see. question if you want. Right. What is your question, <laughs> Dimitri? Right. So you know, now that Brittany is home. I mean, it took it took it took you know the Americans and Joe Biden a while to get her back, and so like, what was I gonna say? I mean, obviously we know if it was like a male superstar, like you know LeBron, he would have been out like that month. But you know, even even the 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 American government fumbled the bag, like mm-hmm. they fumbled the bag in the summer when they um. You know, the wife was trying to to write to Brittany Griner and they never never received the the notes and all that. So I guess my my que- my question is like, you know, now that everything has transpired, Brittany's back, you know, like ha 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 like yeah, we got her back, but like don't you, don't you think it you know, it took like a, a very long time. I would say. It did. It did. I mean, these things take time when you're dealing with diplomacy and the war in Ukraine is act, was act, is still actively happening. So there's a lot of very testy forces around that, these two countries in particular. So it's unfortunate it took too long, for sure. It really is. 
And that was, you know, part of the cruelty was to make it make her feel like she was going to be there forever. And she felt that way. She said in interviews when she got back is that she really felt like she was going to be there forever because, you know, they were really dragging it on for sure. And even though Putin got the guy he wanted to get out of there, Putin was certainly dragging his feet, too, because Putin, who knows Joe Biden, he's known Joe Biden for years and Putin probably just knew that Joe was going to wait, and and uh, so we're going to make Brittany suffer. I'm mm-hmm. going to get my guy. I'm going to get Victor Bout. So Putin was dragging his heels on this as well. So, yeah, it was just, to Angelica's point, it was just cruelty, cruelty at the highest levels that you can possibly get. And unfortunately, Brittany was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Hundred percent, but it's amazing how she's using basketball, hopefully as an outlet to, because that's heavy. That's some heavy stuff to come back from. You know, she was in a work camp and all that stuff. Like, that's that's a lot of trauma to deal with. So I'm I'm happy that she's playing, but I hope she doesn't feel pressured at all. I hope she feels like good that that and and you know not pressured at all. Like I said, by the league or by her team. To win, 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 because, yeah, she just went through a lot. So I hope it's her choice, and it seems like it is. So I'm, I'm happy hoping, for her. I'm hoping at her season opener, certainly at the home season opener, that she gets a standing ovation. I'm yeah. Sure oh, yeah. for sure. She will. She will. Yeah. She should probably get a standing ovation in every arena for her first go-around for this mm-hmm. 23-24 season. So... Well, I think this is a good place to have our break. And after the break, we're going to talk NBA basketball, because even though the Make It Rain podcast does not talk about NBA, that doesn't mean that they don't watch NBA. And the mm-hmm. D train wants to talk about NBA basketball. And yes, I know he's going to talk about his I know he's going to talk about his beloved Boston Celtics. He's going to have some bragging to do. And yes, I'm going to give him time. And I'm going to give him time to brag. But he also knows that I'm going to come back with the king. <laughs> Personally, well, I, I, personally, well, I'm gonna move. I'm gonna move spots. I'm gonna move to to my upstairs. But yeah, um, go Celtics personally again. Oh uh, yeah, keep, keep uh, before we end this uh, WNBA podcast. Keep, keep keep an eye out for the WNBA WNBA free agency is coming up in February. Yeah. Um, the draft is sometime in April, and you got preseason in May, and the season starts May 19th all the way through the summer and hopefully i mean it's gonna be on espn2 espn abc so if you're ever home on a saturday or a sunday uh yeah just watch a game it's fun or or you can go to a game you know closest or is, you could or you can follow the connecticut connecticut sun Hell yeah, Connecticut Sun. Up in up in Mohegan Sun Arena. So you can get mm-hmm. your gam you can get your gambling done and you know, watch the game and get some uh, though the buffet is closed, so you can't get that much good food. You can still you can still hit up the Chick-fil-A or any of the other restaurants that they have. And you can also go to Krispy Kreme Donuts if you like donuts. <laughs> Dimitri's Krispy Kreme. You could also follow along with the season with the Make It Rain podcast because we'll be talking about the draft and we'll be talking about the season as it progresses. So definitely follow us on that. At Make It Rain Pod. 
Yep. For the D-Train and Angelica, I am Nesta Dudley, and we will see you all on the other side of the break. What do you wish for? A nice life? Nice things? Or do you wish for something more? A sense of purpose? Do you wish to discover a cure? To write code that cracks an unsolvable question? To further our exploration into space? Or to invent something that changes everything right here on Earth? Well. If that's your wish, make yourself ready. Because when you look back, you'll see that you didn't just make wishes. You realize them. Back after the break with my guest, the co-host of the Make It Rain podcast, Angelica and the D-Train. I am your host, the Dudster, Nestor Dudley. Now we're going to have fun in this part of the podcast because we're going to talk about W, excuse me, NBA basketball. The D-Trains and Angelica's love for the sport of basketball. So D-Train, the home team is doing outstanding right now. Oh, yes. Um, number one in the league. I believe they are thir- 33 and 12. 33 and 12, I think. Actually, no, they lost yesterday. So it might be 33 and 13. Still and, a very and good record. And, and, and they're playing tonight against Miami. So after this podcast, I'm going to watch the game. Even though Jalen Brown and like half the team is out, but yeah. Oh why? Uh, <laughs> oh why is that? Oh Jalen, Jay, uh, it's, it's just you know, back, well they got a back to back. Okay, I see. Uh, Al doesn't play back to backs. Um, Robert and Spark got hurt in the Toronto game on Saturday. Jalen has like an abductor strain, so they're like you know care, careful with him. So yeah, you know. Taking it, taking it cautiously. But D Train, the home team is uh, the home team is very good. I have no complaints about the home team, and I'm actually surprised that you're not gloating more because Angelica, me, and D Train, we go way back discussing NBA basketball, <laughs> discussing discussing yes, the do. Celtics, discussing the Celtics versus any team that LeBron is on. The King, as I've gone on record, Dimitri is the second biggest LeBron James hater that I know, and I have introduced him. To the biggest LeBron James hater I have though, so often I get double team from these two gentlemen, but when, it's all when, good. When are we gonna get Mr. Riviere on the pod and talk some basketball? There is gonna <laughs> I go, I'm gonna have to I'm I am going to have to schedule a pod because I thought that this pod would take place on the Make It Rain podcast because that podcast is dedicated to basketball. But since you shift your focus to the WNBA, then I think that. I should be able to have the honor of hosting a podcast with the three of us. I think that'll probably be the funniest podcast that I will have ever done because, because I will have the two biggest LeBron James haters that I know on this whole planet Earth up against the Dutchster. <laughs> and I'm going to beat and I'm going to beat them both in a friendly debate. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
I mean, y'all, y'all Lakers just got uh, Roy Hachimura from the Wizards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, now, now that's a good trade. I, I, that's a good trade. I, I, I saw that this morning. You know, he's shooting like around forty percent from the three ball and all that, and we know that the Lakers, oh, y'all need shooters, yo. And we know that the Lakers need shooters. Now, I just want to set the record straight. It's not that I'm particularly a Laker fan. I have nothing against the Lakers. I'm a fan of You're a fan of LeBron. I'm a fan of the Lakers. So therefore you're a Laker fan by association. I wow. am a Lakers I am a Lakers fan by association, but let's not get it twisted. It's not like the Lakers are my team. No, no, I really, no, no. They're not I really team. don't have a team. He doesn't have, exactly. But I do have a player, and that's the king. <laughs> Hey, LeBron's about to uh, become the all-time scorer in a few. In yeah, a few that's going to yeah, that's going to happen pretty soon, and you know I'm going to have, and you know I'll be texting you right when it happens. You know, <laughs> you know that's going to happen for you which probably you probably will. Probably... <laughs> oh no, oh no, I'm definitely will. Going on the record, I definitely will. For which that you're going to acknowledge once again that he's the king. I I've told I've told you for the past few years that I have LeBron. Number two of my of my all time greats. Okay, well I got you on the record this time, so I I I said that to you in passing. I've said that to you. I said, but I got I it said, on the record. I, I got said, it recorded. I said it's Michael Jordan number one and LeBron two. Well, well I'm gonna I have think to... I, and, and I I think LeBron like Michael Jordan has the peak. Like the peak he is the goat. Like six and zero oh is something to say. But at the end of the day, I think at the end of LeBron, like LeBron will have the better career. But that does not mean that he's the GOAT. (laughs) And you get no arguments from me. Dimitri, never have I said that that LeBron was the greatest player ever. I have never said that because to your point. I know, but I'm just saying because you you always call me a LeBron hater. But I recognize he's number two all time. You recognize he's number two all time now, but when you and I first started having these friendly discourses several years ago, that was not your attitude. I mean, no, but that was like several. <laughs> that was several years ago. I, I mean, LeBron has cl- like I, I don't. I mean, I don't know how long we've been talking for LeBron, but that was several, like several years ago, man. We were talking LeBron ever since you were in high school or you shortly graduated. Like, when did I meet you? Were you a senior or were you a freshman in college? I, I, after my after my freshman, you know, this year this year is going to be my decade long volunteering at UMA. Okay, I, I so started I'm... I started in May May twenty thirteen. So we've been going back and forth with this for ten years. First of all. It's nice knowing you for 10 years, and I, <laughs> and I hope to know you for 50 more. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, we've been, we've been talking, we've been doing some Christmas episodes. we got to bring those back. <laughs> um, uh, i got to find a way. <laughs> you know, it's, I'm glad that you brought up the Christmas episodes because, Angelica, what we used to always do, mm-hmm. and for the streamers out there, is that Christmas Day there are five basketball games, NBA basketball games. Yeah. And on the old, on the original format of the Make It Rain podcast, that we always have like the Christmas Day special because, in my opinion, the season does not start until Christmas Day. And <laughs> I he's the one who told me that. Yes, he's and, the one and, who told me that. And I certainly don't pay don't pay much attention before <laughs> Christmas Day because I'm into the NFL fantasy football and all yeah. that. So the NBA gets my attention around 
Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. So the D train, we would have the Make It Rain podcast where we would discuss all five NBA games on Christmas Day. And I got to tell you, and the D train will tell you too, it is very hard to watch five games in one day yes. and stay awake and then to be able oh, to yeah. and to <laughs> be able to have a them. conversation about it and yeah. when you're and when you are on the d trains podcast the make it rain podcast on the original format he had these detailed questions so you couldn't be fronting that you watched the game and didn't watch the game you had to watch the game in order to be able to have a conversation with the t train brother and that was hard to do to be able to stay up for five games. <laughs> and, and, oh, yeah. And we, we didn't do the recording like the day after. We always did it like um, before like New, before New Year's. <laughs> well, first we had to recover from. Or after New Year's, depending. I mean, first but, we yeah. had to recover from watching all those games. <laughs> to be honest, I never, I never got to the last one because it was always like Denver and somebody and it was just always boring. The last game was always... You know, you just like fall asleep. And I could tell by your questions that the last game really wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> after, after the prime time game, you know, that's it. That's it. You can put on the highlights. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to tell you that this past NBA that I knew, this past NBA Christmas Day game, I knew that we were not going to have this podcast. So certainly the pressure was not there to watch all these games. Yes, I had the games on, but I did do some other stuff. I went upstairs and had family dinner with my sister. And I did like a couple of cat naps and stuff. But it was just like so chill and relaxing. I did have my NBA game on, but I didn't have to like pay attention because I know the D train's going to have these questions. And... (laughs) To, and to not get it twisted, I would also have questions for you, too, to make sure that you were watching these games as well, that I just wasn't being there by myself. But yeah. I love those. I love those those, those, um, mm-hmm. those, those Christmas <laughs> Day times. games we had. And how many? We, I mean, we did like at least three of them, right? Yeah. Yeah, three or four. Yeah, three or four. Got to do it again. Y'all got to mm-hmm. do it again. Three or four. Yeah, yeah, we'll have to bring it back. We'll bring it back. If I, don't, you know, if, make, I don't go, if I don't go to Canada, I'll bring it back. May, <laughs> maybe it doesn't have to be all five games. Maybe we can cut it down to three. Yeah. We can pick, we can do, pick the three that we like the best. <laughs> I was going to say, let's skip the first game, do the next three, and skip the last game. But you know what? Why don't we say, why don't we go by the matchups? And we'll say, okay, we're going to do this game, this game, and that game. No matter what time those games are on, we'll go by the matchup. That works for me. I'm willing to do that. I'm willing to do that. And I actually think that Angelica should be in on this. Oh, Angel- thank Angel- you. You can, play the ho- you can play the role of Molly and you can uh, host us. <laughs> oh, look at that. <laughs> what is that, first take? First take with Molly Carum. <laughs> you know Stephen A came out with a book, right? Oh, yes, he did. Yes, yeah, Straight Shooter. <laughs> I was thinking about I, buying I that, that book. I want the book. I'm going to buy the book. Yeah, I was thinking about buying Do it, this Dimitri. One. You know, because he said that he gives it to you straight. And I'm like, you know what? I think I'm going to buy that book. Um, I do stream his podcast, No Mercy. Do you stream his podcast, No Mercy? No, I haven't, but I got to watch it. No Mercy, he produces an episode three times a week. 
three times a week. So, and I have been streaming all the episodes. Like I am current with his episodes because I just, you know, Stephen A is just the man. He's just, you know, if you, I do not see how anyone could not be a fan of Stephen A. Smith. And it's a good time right now because the Cowboys lost. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and he's, he's trolling everybody. That is always the best time. I mean, you know, the um, my job, how I pay the bills, I don't have to go in until noontime. So I get to watch First Take and I get to watch all those other sports talk shows until it's time to go to work. And I just knew yesterday, it was like, okay, you know, how is Stephen A going to play? Well, he's going to be playing this out all week. I mean, the past several weeks, the Cowboy fans was giving it to him because the Cowboys were doing good, doing good. But as Stephen A always says, just wait. Just wait. Accident's going to happen. Last year was his best because I, last year he, he had pictures of Cowboys fans. <laughs> Petty. <laughs> Petty. <laughs> <laughs> he had like the guy he had like the guy holding the girl's shoulder and all that <laughs> i was crying i was crying man. and did you hear that one of them i'm not sure it might have been that one but did you hear that one of them uh one of the couples that they were a couple but they were coupled with other people so they got busted cheating on them <laughs> did you hear that i don't know how true that is but <laughs> I did. I did not hear that. But. Yeah, I don't know how true that is, but if that is true, that's funny as hell. <laughs> oh, that segueing back to the NBA. Oh, we got all star. We got all star. Um, all star coming up. Yeah, it's coming up next month, right? February. Yeah, February. Got the trade. Uh, trade deadline coming up. February 9th. Where's the All Star Game this year? Do you, you know? Utah, it's Utah. Yeah, I heard. I heard the other. You day know, Boston's that, put a bid. I'm just gonna bring that up. That I heard the other day that Boston's putting in the bid. They're putting in a bid for the uh, for the 25 season, I believe, the 2025 season. Oh yeah, because they didn't think because they didn't think they would have everything in place by 2024. So 2025 season. So I would like to see that happen, and I would like to be able to see it in person. But I don't know. I don't know if I can get a hands on them tickets. I don't know if I can afford them tickets. Maybe if I start saving now. Maybe I start saving yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah tickets going to be hefty. <laughs> hefty, man. But anyways, anyways uh, uh, congratulations to your Celtics. They're right now. They have an excellent season, the best record in the NBA. And as I told you last year, and I know that you didn't believe me, but I told you last year when I saw them in the playoff game, against Brooklyn that first game and I saw how they how they passed that basketball and how they were working as a team and I said you know I have no reason now to dislike this team because Brad Stevens is not on the bench he is he is in the front office and as I've said it time and time again only in America that you can fail up because that team, I remember you saying that yeah because yeah. that team was not going anywhere under Brad Stevens and I'm never going to, I'll say this until I cannot say it anymore. That season when he had Hayward, Kyrie, and all those boys, a young Tatum, a young Brown, and they couldn't get past the King and all that, that was all Brad's fault. All his fault when Hayward came off that injury, and instead of having Hayward come off the bench and work his way in, he had Hayward starting 
coming off that injury when everybody knows that it takes you a full season or two to get your legs back under you when you have a leg injury like that. And his injury was so severe, they were talking about he might not even play again. You don't put him in the starting lineup. That was slowing down the development of both Tatum and Brown, and they just did not advance, and it was all Brad's fault. Yeah, uh, 20, 2019 was a disaster season. <laughs> and 2018, we were so close, so close to making a finals. But hey, we made it back in 2022. Um, I do... As much as I do like Joe Mazzula, I'm still a big fan of Ime Udoka. You know, I still (laughs) still wish he was the coach of the Celtics. You know what? Maybe we should have done a podcast on on him and how that... (laughs) You missed that whole controversy, Nestor, as if that didn't even happen. Oh, my gosh. And how that... Well, we can talk about that controversy. I mean, I got time. You all got time? I, I mean, I got time. I, I just, it, I, don't, I think it's a non-issue, man. Like, I think, you know, like the, I mean, well, the South, this, see, my problem is Uh-oh, with this here is it goes. that the, um, first of all, all right, he got suspended. He got suspended the whole season when he probably should have got suspended like 10 or 20 games. It shouldn't have been that long, if we're being honest. But like... I don't know. I was on Team Stephen A on when it first came out, and they say either you keep him or you fire him. You don't suspend him, and I and I, I mean if he got suspended, it shouldn't have been that long. He should be he should be already coaching again. And I just want to say where he because he could have coached the Nets, but with the with the Kyrie drama earlier this season, I you know that that was unfortunate. But I do think I do think um, Ime Udoka should have a job again. Um, I I mean, what he did, what what he did was against team policy, and the team has the right to do what they decided to do. But like, I mean, there I I've always said that there have been worse things that people have done. You know, it ta- it, it takes two. It, first of all, not everything is uh has been released to the to the public of what mm-hmm. has happened. So it's not full transparency. So, you know, there's like a lot of stories on what happens. But all I'm going to say is it takes two to tango. (laughs) And to that point, this is what I'll say about this. It was a team policy that you do not have relations with in that organization, that there's just a team policy. So if it's a team policy for him, then it's also a team policy for her. I don't think they should disclose her name. I'm not looking forward to disclosing her name. But she should have a consequence as well. Now, to the best of my knowledge, there was no consequences on her part. If there was consequences, then the consequences should have been set. E-May suspended for this year. This person, who we are not going to disclose what her name is, this is her punishment as well for breaking the team policy. I think that it should have gone down that way. Again, to the streamers out there, my opinion, what is fair is fair. If it's team policy for him, it's also team policy for her. But now I'll turn around and say, he's the big dope for messing up his paper like that. He knows what the yeah, policy is. Yeah. <laughs> you know? uh, yeah. He's the big dope for messing that up. <laughs> uh, uh, 
I I mean, a hundred percent agree. Like, yeah, he he he, fought, he fumbled the bag, but like, I I just think he got a a, a hefty ass punishment. Like that, he, it's not it's not a big deal. Like he did get a hefty ass punishment, but I mean, if it is he did not do what he did, <laughs> and if it's clear policy, I mean, you know, it's. It's it's clear policy. I mean, the first half of this podcast, we talked about Brittany Griner, how yeah. she broke a law in <laughs> Russia I know, I that know. we over here says that, well, you know, it was just like this little vape cartridge and all that, and it's no big deal here, but it's a big deal over there. So you do the crime, you do the time. That's what folks were saying, what we had said in the first part of this podcast, okay? So this is certainly not a crime, but if you break a rule, then you have to suffer the consequences. It's as simple mm-hmm. as that. Is this hefty? I think that is hella hefty myself. What's interesting about this to the streamers out there, what you and Angelica know about this is that this is not an NBA thing. This is a Boston Celtic thing. They got in front of the NBA. The NBA didn't even have to do any type of consequences with it because it's a Celtics team policy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so is it too hefty? Yes. Should he have been suspended, probably, for the whole season? Eh, no. I don't think <laughs> Absolutely so. Absolutely not. You mess up his paper because he's earning half his salary. And I'm not sure if I'm accurate on this. But, but they haven't but, decided, like, if he's going to be... He's basically, like, he could... Like, it's not decided he's going to be the coach next season. I was going to say, is he fired or is he suspended? He's suspended, but he could be. He could still end up being fired. So he's kind of like yeah. held yeah. hostage. Yeah, and it's like I don't understand why like, the punishment. Just let him go if you're not gonna have him. Exactly, I don't understand why the punishment is like that. I just don't get it. But again, and he got up and he did his interview and he owned it. He said, "This is what I did. I did wrong." You're not going to hear from me during the season. I'm not going to try to fight this or whatever. I'm just basically, I'm basically just going to take this consequence and I'm going to eat it. And he has been eating it half the salary. And as I started to say, if I'm accurate about this, what I'm about to say is that since he took the Celtics to the finals, that he was in line to get his pay tripled just for taking him to the finals. Mm-hmm. Messed it up. Messed it up. You know, we don't know what happened behind closed doors. To your point, it takes two to tangle. If it's a te- if it's against policy for him, it should be against team policy for her. He got a consequence. We don't need to know what her name is. You protect her. I understand that, but I would like to hear what consequence that she has. Um, I think I think on some level, some of the consequences she had is just dealing with the social media hate. Man, like that's a hell of a consequence that well, she's well, living that- through. That's on the that's on the South that 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 whole social media thing is on on the Celtics, yo. Know? That's a consequence. Like, you know, all of those because I, I it was like leaked out by like Woj and Shams and stuff and oh my god, it was a it was a just a, a disaster. <laughs> god, good lord. <laughs> oh my god. And that's because the Celtics wanted to leak it out. Yeah. Yeah. It was just oh, disaster, man. I, after we after we lost the finals too. This is what we this is what we gotta come to in the middle of the summer. Like, like damn. I, I couldn't believe it, yo. I was like, wow. <laughs> like, 
drama. But hey, Celtics are doing good. Joe Mazzula is a really good coach. Coach of the year candidate. Um, I mean, we will see, you know, if he can bring this team back to the finals. I mean, I, I think it's a, I think it's kind of hard. Like, who who do you stay? Do you stay with Joe? Do you bring Eve back? Like, you know, it's a tough decision. I highly doubt that the Celtics are going to have eBay back to tell you the truth. I don't think. I don't think they. I think you're correct. I think they're going to let him go. He should be let go already. Exactly. Exactly. So, so I look for him to be coaching someplace next year, and whatever team he has, then hopefully that he can take it to the Celtics. But that Celtics is a good, tough, young team, mm-hmm. and they're going to be on top for a while. And everyone knows the, the NBA is open. Yeah, the everybody knows that the NBA is a better league when there are certain teams that are on top, and certainly Celtics is one of those teams that when they are on top, the NBA is a better league for it. So, well, with that being said, speaking oh, of that, you off. yes, no, 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 because I was going to wrap this up, but you got something to say, so I'm not going to wrap you up. This is your time, brother. Well, the Knicks are doing okay. Yeah. Oh. The the Knicks are not doing that bad. They they're over five hundred. And uh, I think they're in the in the playoffs seating, but I'm not totally sure. But they, they, and the Sacramento Kings. The Sacramento Kings are doing well. But no one is Sac- talking about the Sacramento Kings. Because they're the Sacramento Kings, <laughs> and that's why no one's talking about them. <laughs> yo, turn it turn it their like franchise around, yo. I mean, Sacramento's, you know, the Lakers still suck. The Warriors are, you know, 500. Uh, Atlanta's not, Atlanta's not doing too well. The Warriors, the defending champs, they've only won something like five games on the road. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but they're like like unstoppable at home. Yeah. (laughs) They just can't win on the road for some reason. and don't think that I didn't notice how you said that the Lakers suck. I know that was a jab to me, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean they do suck. They're awful. I mean they, they are just awful. The Clippers, the Clippers are mediocre. You know, it, it, it's it's prime. It's the Celtics' time right now. The window is open. You know, we gotta get back. We gotta get back to the finals. You know, it's gonna be a hard road. The net, the Nets are better. Middleton's coming back for the Bucks. So, but you know, we 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 looking forward to the challenge. I'm gonna be at the game Thursday against the Knicks. Rivalry week. You Saturday. both are gonna be. You both are gonna be at the game, right? Yeah, Joke, are you coming to the game? Uh, yeah, I think I think I'll be able to make it, Dimitri. I think so. This Thursday. This what Thursday, time is the game? 7.30. They run until how long? Until 10. All right, I think I could swing it. All right, good. Yay! There you go. <laughs> That's going to be Joko's first basketball game. My NBA first game. NBA game <laughs> ever. Oh, good for you. What took you so long? Expensive. <laughs> wasn't, I me. That. <laughs> wasn't me. I hear that. I hear that. Well, you two good peeps, it has been a pleasure to having you back on the pod again. So, but before we get out of here, tell us when we can expect the next episode of Make It Rain podcast. Uh, in February. 
There you go. <laughs> February free agent is coming coming out. We're gonna uh, you know start doing some uh some some recordings and things, and yeah, you know talk about free agency and you know there'll probably be an episode out you know free agency all that. A lot of a lot of moving parts right now in WNBA. A lot of trade rumors. A lot of trades happening. A lot of news is happening happening right now. So we're gonna cover all that in the first episode, or we'll try to. In the first and episode. First episode. If we did that, it's gonna be like two hours long. Oh God. Well, <laughs> either way. But yeah, as Angelica said, there's a lot of WNBA news to be, you know, covered. Yeah. So we're gonna get back in the lab. In February. So February. Look out, look out for an episode in February. Maybe a Valentine's Day special. Highly doubt it, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll play it by ear. I will certainly be looking out, and I will be looking forward for the episode to drop for the new season of the Make It Rain podcast to drop. Yay! It's going to be season three. <laughs> Last yeah, year was man. season two, so season three. So once again, Angelica and the D-Train, thank you, thank you, thank you for being a guest on the pod. And this is not going to be the last time you'll be on this pod. We're going to have you on this pod as often as I possibly can. Thank you. Thank you for thank having you us. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Um, the Celtics play the Lakers on Saturday at TD Garden. Um, look for the Lakers to get their ass kicked. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, um, yeah. But look for the king to be the high scorer in that game. Ah, I don't know about that. <laughs> I, I, I think Jason Tatum has something to say about Jason Tatum, the newest superstar. I'll give you that. We can we can agree on that. <laughs> I think Jason Tatum has something to say about We can definitely agree on that. So thank you, thank you, thank you both for being a guest on this pod. Beyond the Rim is available on Apple Podcasts. Beyond the Rim is available on Spotify. Beyond the Rim is available on Google Podcasts. Beyond the Rim is available on Stitcher. Beyond the Rim is available on Amazon Music. Beyond the Rim is available on Podbay. Beyond the Rim is available on YouTube or wherever you stream your podcasts. Search for Beyond the Rim on Google and YouTube. Enter the Rim hashtag BTR. Visit our website, btrmike.com. That's btrmic.com, where you can stream past episodes and discover additional podcast platforms where Beyond the Rim is available. Produced by Pod Pro Entertainment, Beyond the Rim lives within a network of podcasts located at podproentertainment.com. Hashtag follow, hashtag stream, hashtag retweet, Twitter handle at Nesta Dudley. Until next time, streamers, Buenas noches. Hooches cooches. I came in peace. I leave with love. This is for the red, the black, and the green. Living cool, living calm, living clean. Uh, I'm out.